Oh, hey there. Uh, welcome back to the post show. Uh, episode uh... 39, I think. Uh, welcome back, guys. Um, we start today's episode briefly talking about Attack on Titan and its questionable future, since there's only one episode left and not enough time to resolve the story, so that's fun. Uh, and then we give a lengthy, non-spoilery review of Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which we saw in theaters, together, as a team. And then we get into some gaming news. I'm currently playing Marvel's Amazing Spider-Man, about four or five years too late, so some fresh hot takes on that for you. And then we sort of talk about gaming in general for the next little bit. Grant has watched more of uh, Moshiko Tensei, uh, so we chat briefly about that before he gets into his latest pickup on Netflix, the anime called Agret Suko. And finally, we close the show with uh, some in-depth talk on 86 Season 2. Grant's finished, I'm not, so we talk about everything up to Episode 21. I've got two more episodes to go, and we'll talk about the whole finale of it next week on the post show. So thank you for listening, and enjoy! Hey, Grant. Hey, Dave. Uh, how you doing there, bud? Oh, pretty good. Doing fairly swell, are you? Oh, yeah. I just had our nice, long, lengthy AOT pod. Yeah. What a show that releases, what, 20-minute episodes mm. that you can talk about for an hour every week. We don't do that on purpose. It's just, it's a lot. I just, it's, I, it's a lot. I don't even, I, I don't think about it in the moment because I'm just enjoying myself so much. It's like, you know, the, the closest thing to watching the episode again for the like for the first time is you and i talking about it so it's, yeah i really revel in those moments um i don't want to belabor mm. the point about aot attack on titan and what the hell is going to happen but mm. if you're listening to this and you're curious on our take like you know check out the attack on titan episodes we cover we review and discuss the whole anime and also like especially what's happening right now is like we just reviewed the penultimate episode of the whole series and the finale is in two weeks. And it's like, the story's nowhere near a conclusion. <laughs> so we've just been, we spent half that episode being like, well, what the hell are they going to do? Is it a movie? Mm. Is it a part three? So I, I think we're both split on it's either a movie or a part three. I think it's, we're fairly I confident. It, I, I think it's a part three, personally. I think we're both fairly confident, though, that like, this isn't the end. Episode mm-hmm. 87 or season three, part two episode i don't fucking know 25 or six or whatever it is that whatever they air in two weeks in uh early april will not be the end of the series there's going to be more content it's just like what form does it come in it's a nightmare (sighs) but you know what it's it's like we just had like mass uh memory loss because i feel like it went right down to the witching hour last time too like we didn't know about part totally true like you know until we did, you know, it was like very, very late. Was it the finale or the week before? Finale, it was, eh? So, yeah, yeah. and I, I think I don't even think they attached anything to, or they might have put like a weird graphic at the end of the credits that announced part two. I, but it was not I don't a lot. remember that. I think I remember the like, is it might have just been social <clears throat> media, it would have been like as the episode came out, probably when it aired over there, yeah. it went live on social media, and then we get it over here, yeah. 
But uh, anyway, yeah. um, love the show. God damn not, it! It's so it's good. been such a blast. So check that out if you haven't already. Um, okay, but this is the post show where we mm. discuss things post the show. You see, <laughs> this is the origin of the name. If you never figured that out, that's yeah, that's where we got it. Um, Grant and I saw Jujutsu Kaisen Zero in theaters over the weekend. Um, one of many people to see it, apparently, yeah. because it earned $17.7 million in the U.S. domestically. Whoa. Just behind Demon Slayer's $21 million weekend. Which, Grant, makes it the number two movie in the country behind only The Batman. Wow. What Anime great, reigns supreme. <laughs> what a great time to be a weed, my friend. I know. I'm so... I'm so... Like... The whole experience of seeing this in a theater, it's, it's so funny. Like, we're going to get into that in a minute. But, it, like, I've never seen, maybe other than, like, Pokemon 2000, you know? Like, I've I never seen it. Too. You know, I've it's never so seen good. it. Knowingly seen an anime. I think I saw the Digimon movie in theaters as well, actually. God, I would but, rewatch um, that. Oh, yeah. I only recently, here's a, to, here's a fun little tangent. That Digimon movie that was, like, super popular, like, you know, when we were growing up, it had, like, the Angela Anaconda skit in the beginning of the movie. I don't think I ever saw the movie. Oh, no? Oh, it was great. Turns out it's, like, not great, according to the fans, because it's a rip of three different, like, really popular Digimon movies that they, like, mutated and, like, sewn together into one movie. And I guess it's, like, incoherent when you really, like, think about it. And I always remember growing up, like, oh, it's so weird. Like, the animation style is, like, different from, like, scene to scene because it's three different movies. Interesting. So, yeah. I'm making a note to find Digimon. I I remember season one of that slapped. Oh, it was Um, great. I'm going to have to go back and see what the hell... What that what that is? There's some there's a nostalgia factor there, big time. Um. Anyway, Jujutsu, <laughs> Kaizen. Um. We saw it in theaters. So much fun. What What do you think, Grant? We left that buzzing uh, in more ways than one, and and yep. we we did talk about it afterwards, um, briefly. But now that you've had some time to ruminate, what do you think of that movie? I think it was great. I think it um. Well, I, I really want to get into it because there's a few things. There, there's I have like quite a few thoughts about the movie as a whole. Like you know, we can get into bit our favorite parts and stuff like that. You know, maybe not because I guess it just came out. But for one, one for me is this is the first anime product where after seeing it, I really am tempted to read ahead in the manga. Yeah, yeah, really tempted. But it's you know, I've always been an anime. F- first guy and i've gone because i've learned to you know i've watched the anime and then i read some of the manga afterwards and i kind of put it on hold to the following season but i am foreseeing like a patience problem of like years <laughs> potentially of like you know because Jujutsu kaisen season two is not coming out till next year is it really that far away yeah so like you know like we we just got this really great movie which i really really liked it was beautiful great action you know, like funny, like the comedy was there as well. Yeah. Um, I will say though, this movie kind of ruined the show a little bit for me. How so? So I think Yuji Itadori is a phenomenal MC. Mm-hmm. But I think I would totally be okay with uh, a Yuda Okatsu show instead. Oh, interesting. I think he was. I think he was a much more appealing character. Like as because he was the main wow. character in this movie, and his whole story and like they kind of got it out of the way of like you know he's now just 
has a goal of being a good you know sorcerer yeah whereas yuji clearly has like this long sprawling journey ahead of him still like it kind of seemed like you'd have got his out of the way in this movie yeah i, I don't see. think it's a spoiler but i think if it was roles reverse same type of character and like we were dealing with this whole rika and yuda thing on a longer scale i think right. that would be more interesting because sakuna stuff is cool but i kind of really don't care about that honestly right i I, yeah. ha- I have to hope that the sakuna stuff picks up and we get some fun stuff in season two yeah. it would also and uh, hypothetically like i would have loved or i would love you know we're not saying about anything that happens to yuda but it'd be really cool to see the two of them on screen because i saw some like together i mean in some scenes because i saw some analysis and like yuta really is the opposite of itadori like they're so different and jujutsu kaisen does such a great job creating conflict between characters Mm -hmm. like you think about megami and itadori their relationship or itadori and toto you know or uh doc or not Doki, maki and uh and mai and oh yeah nobara like characters collide all the Mm -hmm. time in that show and it's really, really well done. The movie is no upset, uh, is no exception. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's very, very character based. Yeah. If if anyone listening hasn't seen the movie yet, and you are a, like a, a Maki stan, like you are in for like an awesome like hour, almost two hours. Like <laughs> like Leanna, yeah. that's one of Leanna's favorite characters from uh, Oh really? Kaisen. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, yeah, I could have done with more of her. It was really she was fantastic because we got a lot of Maki in the in the first season, but I feel like we really got to. S- we kind of got to the more of the family shit in 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 the sh- in the season, yeah, background and in the clan stuff, the clan stuff, and in the movie we more got like just her own personal, you know, not personal demons, but like who just her is. own per- who she is, her more like how more how her mind thinks and her own like how hard she is on herself and all that. Like, yeah, I feel like we got to know her better as like her versus like her clan. You yeah, know, she was kind of just not the bully, but she was kind of like the bulldog in the show. I, I think. And even um, I'm blanking on his name there. Uh, the the cursed speech guy. Um, uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting on his name too. He's so good. Oh, uh, he's fantastic in this movie. That's not a spoiler. All these no. people are featured on the yeah. on the um, on the posters and all over the trailers. You basically get the second years from season yes. two or season one of the yeah. uh, their the first years in this. Yeah, yeah, their first year, and it's it's so good. Um, and it's funny because Inumaki. Inamaki, and, and it's funny because like you know after the movie I was like oh it's interesting like they gave Panda a lot but he was you know he was mainly um, a lot of comic relief as he was in the show too but when I really when I was thinking about it, it was like oh he got his char- he really got some character development in the first season his was all like battle related and I think it was kind of funny how they they worked that through and yeah. it kind of came out as like usually that's kind of like fluff like you know if a character there's if there's not much they're working with they'll get all their backstory and their 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 what's pushing them forward in like a fight a major fight yeah and it doesn't always work but for him i was like oh that's like kind of like a really cool way to get just you know because he was fighting is it mechamaru yep mechamaru and you know kind of like their whole like similarities and the kind of beefing with each other was was really i don't know the, the movie was fucking great man animation was awesome the soundtrack was pretty good um i i actually want to go see it again yeah, I, you know, this was maybe, same for me, one of the first, if not the first anime I've seen in theaters. We didn't get to see Demon Slayer in theaters. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was fantastic to see this on the big screen. We also had just completed, like, a rewatch of Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> Season 1. Um, this, not a spoiler, but 
la, I sent you this afterwards. They mention yeah. Utah at least five to ten times in the fucking season yeah. one. But like, I give myself and everybody a little bit of like a little bit of credit there because there are so many names yeah. in this show, and like you don't know, like they might be referring to someone you're gonna meet. Sure. You know, later it could be another second year that we're about to meet. But yeah, also, they mention him a lot. He's in the OP, like the second OP of the first season. So like oh, we see oh, him, yeah. we see him twelve times. Him and Miguel, yeah. which I thought was uh, pretty cool. Miguel is also in this movie. You discover him later. Yeah. So pretty funny. Like I, yeah. I don't know. Um, I I thought the soundtrack was also pretty decent. Um, I'm trying to think. Like I think what I said to you was they did something similar to the Demon Slayer movie, which is they don't go too ham on anime budget because it's a feature film. You Mm. could probably, for the most part, grab this movie, chop it into five or six pieces, and make it an arc. Like, it it feels a lot like the show. You and I, yeah, you and I had, when we were talking about after the movie, um, I found Demon Slayer... Mugen Train, you know, it ended up being kind of cut down. I'm sure that was, you know, that was the intention. It was cut yeah. down into episodes. But as a whole, I think it's it looked like the show. It had the feeling of the show. But it felt, it genuinely felt like a movie. Mm-hmm. There was parts of Jujutsu Kaisen that f- very much felt like a movie. But it was more in tandem with the show itself. And in a weird way, it really worked that way. Like, it was more familiar. Yeah. Um, but... My only thing is, like, when when it comes to Demon Slayer was, you know, the second, the latter half of the Entertainment District arc matched the fidelity of yeah. Mugen Train. So, Which it's, is absurd. It's, it's it, Yeah, insane. So, I think it's just, at the end of the day, I think both shows stayed true to their nature and mm-hmm. what they are going for. And I think it is, it's, you know, you see it. And I think on the big screen, it was great. But I think this would be... I'm I'm I am more excited for the at home watch for for uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero as well. I think it'll yeah. be a little easier to keep track of some stuff. And also, I will say I was kind of bummed by the final fight a little bit. That's I have that under like my, yeah. I have got one thing under my nitpicks, and it's uh, conclusion a little quick, a little rushed, and a little um, rushed, yeah. And yeah, final battle a little rushed, but. You know, without giving away plot points, there's so much heavy action mm-hmm. throughout the film that it's like, yeah. okay, maybe like they blew their Sakuga budget, and they, or they just like spent it slightly differently because the fights in this movie are so good, yeah. but they're just sort of sprinkled everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just lots of fights all the time, and then yeah. like the settings for some of them are so fun that it's like, all right, you know, fair enough. Like you wanted, you wanted to move forward, I guess. But yeah, I did have that as a little bit of a nitpick. And it was minor. It was just like it was just like like you said. It was just it kind of ended a little quick and uh, yeah. I, yeah. I I should mention um, if like somehow I can't. I wonder if there's a single listener that fits this Venn diagram. <laughs> I, if somehow you're listening to this review and you haven't seen the anime like of season one of Jujutsu Kaisen, um, I know that there are people going to the theater just to see this movie before they watch the anime, mm. or or they just want to see an anime movie. Um, and they have no idea what Jujutsu Kaisen is. I still think this does a good enough job to serve as like a pilot for the world. It, af- it probably one of the most effective of here's absolute brass tacks. Here's the story. And like, again, we have the fortune of having seen it. But if I really, really put my mind to it, like you said, I think 
it would anyone could walk in and just enjoy I, I, it. I do. I'm positive that they could. But yep. I think this movie significantly is would be better for those who had seen the show. Yeah. If you Because the weight of the characters. If like, you're an anime watcher, there's so much like there's just levels to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna appreciate things so much more. It's like um you know, it makes me think of uh, season one of Attack on Titan. Like, you go back and watch that now. It's like, oh, my God. Like, there's mm. just so much you didn't pick up on the first mm-hmm. time because you didn't know, right? It's the same thing. There's Easter eggs. There's hints. There's clues. There's funny, like, tips of the hat to the to the audience. There's really fun shit. So, I think if you like the anime show, you'll love the movie. Or you'll also, have a great the, time with it at the very least. There is... <laughs> if there's one other, like, little nitpick I have with the movie, and it's it's a slight spoiler. I don't I don't think it'll bother anyone. Probably some of the biggest anime blue balls I've ever seen in a movie. They tee up Toto and that special grade fight, oh, yeah. and then just don't show it. I know. My <laughs> it's like you motherfuckers. Toto gets on screen, and the whole theater is like, "Oh, best friend!" I can oh, hear yeah. everybody. And Everyone then, laughed. It was some of the he's biggest fucking awesome. The he's the goat. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, they 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 do blue ball you a little bit there. Yeah. Um, tee up this awesome gnarly special grade fight and then they're just like eh, cut <laughs> i love it oh man i love some of the gojo stuff we shouldn't do spoilers right no 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 okay. I don't. it's it's it came out this weekend yeah so. it's too new all right well check it out maybe in uh you know a few weeks as if you know if we remember when we get around to it or maybe when this thing goes to vod or whatever mm. we'll talk about some spoilers because i've I've got a couple things I'm curious about. Or, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just excited to see more. I needed yeah. more. I, I also heard that the, I think the author of the manga um, might be taking a hiatus. I didn't realize this was still an ongoing manga. I didn't realize it wasn't done yet. Oh. I think yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. going, and I think he's on a health hiatus. Weird how oh. often that happens. These people working themselves to death, by the way. <sighs> They're torturing yeah. themselves. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Like, the, the articles I've been reading, like, in the past year alone are really, really sad honestly yeah um but that's not what we're here for this is a positive vibes only Mm -hmm. podcast um so maybe i'll break this up before we get to 86 Mm. um because we got a lot to talk about there um maybe we can talk about my video game pickup i don't talk games often um and i don't play them i play them even less often um but you know as everybody knows from software has put out a new game that people are calling a masterpiece i see 10 out of 10s literally everywhere it's Mm. one of those things that like the internet every so often i can think of like a couple other games like witcher breath of the wild that like the world just reaches a consensus and they're like this game is amazing it's not a matter of like subjectivity or whatever people are just like this is an amazing game um so with all that in mind i'm playing marvel's the amazing spider-man and it's uh it's pretty good dude it's a great game it's it's actually fantastic yep it is kind of like um you know i think a lot of spider-man games have been free roam because that's like it has to be Mm mm-hmm I'm trying to think of what it really reminds me of. It reminds me of Grand Theft Auto V. Sure. With yeah. better physics, mm-hmm. no vehicle. Like, you know, I mean, you can't steal vehicles. But, like, the free roam in the world is so big. And there's so many, what would you call them? I'm sure there was a word, randomized events that yes. are outside. The police blotter. 
yeah. yeah, that are outside of the main plot line that like it's it's super fucking fun. Like mm. I played for let's say two hours in the last two days mm. and I didn't touch the main storyline. Like I'm just exploring the city, unlocking pieces of the map, messing around with suits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stopping. The suit powers are really cool. Yeah, um, suit has its own one. Yeah, stopping robberies. You know what I mean? Like d- diving deep into lore. Like I never do that kind of stuff. And sure. I remember when Breath of the Wild came out, I was like, everyone talks about these games like um, Fallout or Witcher, where like the world is so big. But yeah. and you just get lost in it, and I, but I've never really was able to do that. Like I sure. just, it's hard to really get lost in a game sometimes. And I did that with Breath of the Wild, and I definitely did that with Spider Man. Mm. Like, just there's something about the navigation, the controls, how the swinging feels, the combat is amazing. Um, yeah, man. Like I did. Like it's it's a fucking blast. It is all around one of the tightest games I've ever played. Like it's you know mechanically, yeah. you know graphically. Narr- like even too at the end of the day like narrative wise like it was a really good story you know <clears throat> i remember remember like some of the s- when i was playing at the time i was thinking back to the arkham games where some of those side quests like the side stories were like really really good i, th- I think there's a lot of that but at the end of the day the strongest thing about the spider-man game is that main story um they really try some new things out they made a new villain for it like they didn't super rely on like um I guess, you know, depending how far you into the game, I don't want to jump ahead on you, but, like, they rely on some classic characters, mm-hmm. but for the majority of the part, they have a new character, wasn't in any of the comics, it was, oh, really? like, new for the game, That's and, like, cool. was a really, really good villain, and, uh, um, My... yeah, it's, I, 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 like, because if you haven't played that, the, the, the follow-up to, like, again, I don't want to, you know, recommend the next one, but, like, the Miles Morales game, too, as well, is really fun. So, um, so it's like a semi-sequel. Yeah, so explain that. So, is there an actual like marvel spider-man 2 or is it just this one and then like a big dlc miles morales one two is announced and on the way Uh, Um, okay miles morales is its own game it uses the same map but it's all set at christmas um so it's like winter new york winter new york city sounds fun um i think i don't know if there's extra neighborhoods there's others but there's other spots and it falls it's like a half the length story okay um but like new power suit or like new powers because Miles Morales has, like, Venom abilities. Um, or not, like, Venom Venom. I think it's called, like... Um, they're bit, like uh, All his moves are, like, kind of electric-based. It's actually really, really cool. Huh. Um, but, I, I, but again, to, to the main Spider-Man, I really, really like the story. One of the, one of the final showdown is probably one of my more memorable f- finales to the PS4 era. On really? Games. Wow. Yeah, like for a PlayStation exclusive, definitely like it's it's up there. I really really enjoyed it. This was among the games that had me kicking for choosing Xbox for that generation. Sure. Like, I remember um, Sony was just dunking on Microsoft for like this whole that pre- whole era. They, that they whole they era. Had, yeah. Like they had you know they had the From Software games. They had Spider Man. They had a couple others. Last of Us. Um, God of War. Like they just had mm. so much stuff, and it was like fuck. And I remember I was like, one day I'm going to play this fucking game. And then I was thinking, you know, I was trying to, I was looking at all this gaming news and I was looking for something after God of War. And anyway, I ended up going with Spider-Man this. was the perfect, like, transition from one to the other. That was an excellent pick on your part. It's, oh, it's, thank you. It's simultaneously a good kickback game 
And okay. also when you want it to be, you can focus in and like really get lost in it. It's it's it is a it is like a many-headed beast, the Spider-Man. Like it's it's the I think the record, like its sales records are insane. Like really? it did yeah. oh my god. Like the Spider-Man IP no matter where it goes yeah. does insanely well and Spider-Man was fucking huge at the time. And That's awesome. It, it, and the nice thing, it's not just the name. Like, it's the... Like I said, everything about it is great. Like, narratively, the gameplay is super tight. You know, like... And, uh, yeah. No, I, I think... Uh, good choice, man. I'd say, like, in the last... I mean, you are so much more plugged into gaming than I am. But it feels, sure. as an outsider looking in, like, in the last decade... And for you, you might disagree. You might say it's longer. But maybe it's just me. It feels like gaming has really transitioned in the public eyes like not like there is that stereotype that, you know that lowest common denominator that everybody sure. would think like kids screaming racial slurs and i'm sure that still happens on like call of duty covered in cheeto dust mm. in their mother's basement that like that was the image of gaming for a long time and it, it really feels like when you play games like god of war or you see how amped up people get on major releases like cyberpunk or these from software games or i remember bioshock infinite really um making waves like it's being looked at as a much more artistic venture these days like mm -hmm. you're consuming kind of live art i mean when you play breath of the wild like how do you not think that you know what i mean gaming the nice thing about you know in comparison from when we were in high school which i think was the tail end of that, like you said, the lowest common deno de denominator yeah. was that was kind of like the tail end of us being in high school. And then the years after that, like I said, it became so much more open. And I think one of the greatest things about gaming, it kind of, <clears throat> it kind of found its way into the similar annals of history with movies and TV and mu and music. It became on the same wavelength because there became options for everybody. Yeah. And it, was, it wasn't just hyper-focused on, like, you know, one genre and this genre. There was always Good multiple point. genres, but it just... It, and this is one of the great things about the internet and discovery and, you know, the, the sharing of memories with other people. Gaming, gaming just blew up, and you just... You couldn't point a finger anymore because you looked around you and everyone was doing it. And yeah. I think that was its biggest, you know, uh, ally <laughs> in, you know, what was the internet. Like, gaming now is is tremendous like you know whether you're playing the newest thing like elden ring like you're goofing or joking about earlier or or you're playing spider-man or like indie game like you know the I, other two I, games you yeah, recommended yeah. to me this year were hades and ori and the will of the wisp it's like yeah. how are those not art like those are amazing games yeah well in, in the, uh, the way of ori freaking uh, it's pretty funny there's some pretty shitty news about them <laughs> oh no week. yeah like it tell me in uh, uh yeah, apparently microsoft cut ties with them um Did due to like own them the, before or well i don't think they own they them just but like business? they did like close i think they had like first rights publishing uh, deals I mean, yeah all those games or first look or whatever game pass right and uh but i, I think i think say? i think microsoft like put the money in for them kind of thing but uh -huh. the studio heads i guess were like and it came out like last or earlier this week or late last week like notorious assholes and like like max exodus like people leaving the studio and like just toxic work uh, environment stuff just some of the you know like just added to the greatest hits of you know the past five years and like gaming crunch and you know the people aren't afraid to talk about they're being treated like shit anymore in gaming yeah. companies and moon studios is just like another one that kind of added to the list and it kind of like 
I'm sure there's there's more than one person that works on a game, and I really enjoyed my time with or, the Ori games. Uh-huh. But hearing that news of like, oh fuck, we're not getting a sequel. <laughs> like, there's no way, unless because Microsoft might own the rights, so they can pay someone yeah. else to do it. But yeah, still, wow, but, uh, what a bummer. Yeah, yeah, total total tangent there. Funny, but, no. funny how no yeah. one's ever shocked when we hear about this kind of shit anymore, eh? I know it's crazy, uh, it's sad. But uh, anyway, loving Spider Man, loving. Uh, oh, I, last note on Spider Man. Um, one of my favorite movie reviewers out there, period, is Chris Stuckman. Okay. And he's on YouTube. He He's one of those guys that just, like, changed the way I think about storytelling. Sure. If you're into this podcast, you know, he's small time. He's only got, like, a million or two subscribers. So <laughs> check him out. We really ought to give him a boost. He's actually running a Kickstarter right now for his first feature film, which is a horror film called Shelby Oaks. Um, and it's completely self-funded, so like I said, we like to h- help the little guy. Check that out. But but really, like... I was actually confused if the bit had ended, and then it sounded like it restarted again. <laughs> All, everything I said was true. Like, no. he is doing a movie, he is an amazing YouTube uh, reviewer, but he's fantastic. Anyway, yeah. he loves Spider-Man shit. And he said the story for this Spider-Man is so good, how, like, the Spider-Man in this is, like, kind of seasoned and, yep. like, kind of a grown-up. He was like, this is, like, maybe the best Spider-Man I've seen in the modern era. And I'm, the only thing I'm bummed about is that it's not a movie. Mm. And, like, I'm, you know, I mean, I'd say light story spoilers for a game that's, like, five years old. But it's, like, you know, you see struggles with, like, finance and MJ. And he's not living the life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's a spider He has very human problems. Um, and maybe that just hits really well because he's a little bit little bit older i'm a little bit older and we're just wrapping up like a peter parker going through puberty say that five times fast sure um like saga in the mcu so maybe like the idea of an older spider-man is attractive Mm -hmm. because we've wanted and a young one for so long and then we got it and now anyway but um yeah i just remember he endorsed it and i was like you know fucking a i think i gotta Mm -hmm. give this and it just you know so it's great to know that the story is good, but the fact that the gameplay screams and is just so tight mm. does not hurt uh, whatsoever. That thing was still 50 bucks five years later. A lot of these yep. games are like fucking five or ten bucks nowadays because they're so mm. old. Not Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man. <laughs> well, so I, I guess just one more thing on it, like just based on the Peter Parker. Because, like, again, is Peter Parker is one of the best parts about the Spider-Man game. Um, there's some really cool moments in Miles Morales because, like, he's almost non-existent in Miles Morales. Like, the whole point of Miles Morales is he's going away on. He's like, I got some shit to take care of. I'm going on vacation. Like, you know, I got, I, I got some stuff I need to take care of. Peter says so, that to Miles. To Miles. So Miles yeah. is like watching over the city for him while he's away. Yeah. And there's some moments, you know, like you know, Peter kind of checks in and like just the role between the two of them is awesome. Like, you know, it's it, it's it's so really good. He's he's such a good like parental like teacher not just a parent but like he's more of a teacher to miles and the the few moments they have in the sequel and in in the first game are really really good do do you know offhand in canon is miles supposed to exist in the same universe as peter yeah oh i probably i probably had some stupid misunderstanding of like he was always an alternate reality spider-man no no i didn't realize that they interacted like this universe yeah he's he's canon but like even in comics and stuff like they've interacted in the past or? oh yeah. yeah yeah for sure it's yeah he's not like from dimension 2212 whatever oh like, okay i guess he's yeah. ours i guess it, it gets messier because there's so many different versions and all that yeah, but i yeah. know for a fact like they 
they uh, they relate to one another like in a day to day basis. Oh, that's and, pretty cool. In many universes, I guess. Cool. Yeah. I mean, God, it'd be great to see a Miles Morales character on the big screen. It's been so friggin' long. Like, and I think that they, you know, there's we been had hints. it in uh, in Spider Verse. Yeah, I mean, uh, live action, but oh, well, yeah, we got a tease of it in uh, the first Spider Man movie. Huh? In Tom Holland's movie, there was like a, a Miles Morales reference, like Donald Glover's part in. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't think it was him, but like his, I think he was the uncle of Miles. Oh, was he? Yeah. So in, like they say in No Way Home, there's like a throwaway line, like there's got to be a Black Spider Man out there somewhere. Mm, is you know, he, is that a line? Yeah, I don't remember that. Is is a spoiler ban lifted on that way? It's a it's a quick line that j- that a character says. Can I say it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Spoiler warning: If you care about No Way Home, it's been out months. Um, Jamie Fox is talking to oh. the Spider Man, a Spider Man, and he says, oh, "Man, it's great that you help people and all that, and you know you're such a like likable guy. It's just that you finally took your mask off. I was hoping you'd be black." <laughs> it's like there's got to be a black spider-man out there somewhere like he says yeah. those words verbatim yeah i, I remember that now um, i think i think yeah. they could do like it's, it's i like time. tom holland we've had this conversation before but i would if they dropped miles morales on us they won't because it's going to eat up uh, tom holland's airwaves but i would much i'd be way more interested in a miles morales movies I, than the mcu i might be reading too much into it but i read that he was contracted for five movies Mm. And he has been saying, he'd been saying in interviews for like on the tour after this movie was doing its victory lap, after it did sure. so well, he's like, yeah. I really think they should tell the Miles Morales story. He's yeah, like, I think he, now that he's actual blockbuster, I think he wants out. Yeah, it's usually how it goes, but they, they keep you in. Yeah. <laughs> they keep him in. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe they, yeah. And, and also he's in a more complicated contractual sure. setup. Um, okay, that's a, that's a lot of Spider-Man for a for a post show that I don't think we intended on talking about Spider-Man a ton. But um, do you have anything before we move to the second anime that I'm looking to talk about? I have one. Okay, I'll, I'll two PowerPoint-ish things. So I watched a few more episodes of Mushoku Tensei. How uh, how far are you? Well, I woke up the other night to episode like 19 playing, and I was like, oh, oh. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I completely fell asleep. I think I watched episode five and then fell asleep from there, and then uh, it's just, I just thought it was so funny. I haven't gone back to it, but um, no. So I watched three more episodes awake, like lucid. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I was conscious for these. <laughs> Often I'm not. They were good. Like they were. So what really you think good. you're around five? Yeah, I think he. So the last thing that happened was. His old man pulled the dirty trick, and he's, like, off. He went to the... I think it's his it's his uncle or his cousin. Like, okay, his father's okay. cousin. Things, and he's things now start teaching. moving here. Yes. So, the adventure thing that you've been talking about is now fully aware, and I'm 100% more interested in. I will say, there was a fucking plot line about... I, it's, it's been on my mind ever since. It's one of the weirdest, like... <sighs> It's so funny because you and I have been talking a lot about the fan service stuff in shows and how sometimes it can just be like, it's too much, but you go buy it. There's like a really, really weird um, justification and just kind of move past of like family infidelity Mm. that I have ever seen in a medium. And it was just like, somehow it was just so creepy in anime form of like the maid cheats or the father cheats with 
mm-hmm. his wife yeah. on the maid, yeah. and get, he gets both the maid and his wife pregnant at the same yeah. time. What was the justification? I, I'm well, not it was just like, oh, it, I guess it, Paul's like that. Was, well, it was just like that. It's like, oh, I guess it happens. Like the mom wanted to kick her out, and like you know, I guess they kind of set it up like if she hits the road, she's gonna die. Yeah, and like maybe that is true in the world, but it was just like it seemed like super kind of gross and cringy yeah of like, i mean they have a lot of that <laughs> no i know it, it was just when i was if like you know like there was like like all the wearing the panties on his head and all that shit Ugh. like it's like it's there's a lot of that stuff and it, you know i get it like i can just take it for what the scene is and move on to the next thing because everything outside of that is it's like you said and it's like i've said about other shows like it is great it's really good and it's really beautiful and i can feel the adventure and i can see the wheels turning I'm already starting not. I, I don't like where the relationship is going with this kid that he's teaching, which is his cousin, I think. Uh, Technically his cousin. I can't remember. The, the red-haired girl? Yeah, no, Ari. She, she she turns into a great character. I just can't remember. She does. It. I don't know. It's just like if right there's off a the familial, bat, like, I can't remember if there's a familial relationship or well, not. His... That's... Okay, so... <laughs> his father is cousins with the with her father they see they set that up like they're related is it is that her father though or is it just the guy that looks after her and her father is actually the king or something oh um, okay. maybe that. that's what i missed oh okay. it might be that i must have missed that all right but still i can i can feel something coming down the pipe i don't know what it is but like yeah. i'm getting the heebie-jeebies this is not a spoiler but she uh they just put out an ova between season one and two because they just okay. recently announced season two yes. and i think the ova is just on her Oh, okay. um, but no, she turns into a good character. She's got some fun growth. Um, things, if you're on five, it like it's got an interesting pace. This show, man. Um, but like, man, I'm trying to think of where the hell it is. There's an explosive part that like truly sets us on our journey, mm. and it might not be till fucking twelve or something. But um, anyways, I am anyway. I'm 100 going to continue watching. I am really liking what I saw. Like I said, I fell asleep, and I would have continued to keep watching it. But um, no, it was uh, it's good so far. It's getting there, um, yeah. It is getting there. I see where the hype is. Like I can slowly see it building. So I'm really I'm really looking forward to finishing that. <laughs> um, so I got that out of the way quick. I just want to talk about one other show that Leanne and I have been watching. Ooh. Um, it's on. It's an anime. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. It's called Agritsuko. Um, How it's do you the even one, spell that? A G G R E T S U K O. Oh, okay. Um, so it's the one made by Sanrio, the he- the Hello Kitty people, oh, the people yes. that that make Hello Kitty, and it's it's a comedy. It's like an office, you know, situational comedy. Uh, she's like this little red. Um, oh, is this what you told us about <laughs> over drinks? Dare, yeah. yeah, it is. So she's you know she's kind of caught up in the mundane life of being an office worker in Japan and overworked and like kind of a shitty boss, and she gets out her like her anger by she's like she loves singing death metal and it's like her kind of escaping <laughs> to like a karaoke bar and she like just like screams you and mike all the bullshit stuff that happens in her day and they i was worried when we first started watching it that it would get like stale fast of like well you know sometimes people have like five shitty days in a row like you know how like but the way they keep surprising that moment of like what they cut into like to the moment of her screaming about whatever, kind of like, you know, ex- yeah, yeah. letting all the emotions out. It gets pretty creative. It's really funny. Uh, there are only like 10 episode seasons. There's four, there's four, uh, I think there's four seasons on Netflix. 
um, it's it's our go-to. Like, all right, let's watch something before bed. It's Akron Zuko. They're fifteen minutes. Actually, they're fifteen minutes long each. They're short. Fuck. And uh, I like that just, though. Yeah, Easily it's digestible. Very, easily digestible. Very situational. The very very strange musical score. Like it's intention. Like they intentionally make the office sound like a fucking nightmare. Mm. Like they make a beat of. It's almost the beat of keyboards clacking and phones ringing. And it's, you can tell it's intentionally used to like disorient the situation, like mm. kind of just make it very uh, tense. And it's, it's very, it, I've, I've watched nothing like it. It's really, really funny. And uh, I, I highly recommend uh, anyone check it out. Like whoever does the vocals when, I think the vocal, the voice actress does the, uh, Retsuko's voice and she does like the screaming as well too like it's it's really good it's it's fucking out there man you have me like, intrigued I, it sounds so weird it sounds it, it's one of them it's just been staring at me for years it's been I think it's been out since like 2018 I see it all the time you know if you let Netflix run for too long it goes to like the ad page and it like slowly trans transitions from one thing to another Agri- they've been trying Netflix is trying to get me to watch Netflix or uh, Netflix is trying to get me to watch Agrotuko since it came out finally dove in and I really really enjoyed it damn alright yeah. that's a good review yeah strong it's fun it's just fun you know like it's you don't think about it too hard and some good characters fun. And, yeah just fun alright I think we've arrived at 86 oh yeah baby so last week you were quite a bit ahead and uh-huh. I'd, I'd been you know all over the place with other stuff and so I did quite a bit of catching up I might have had like a hell of an anime Sunday I think I might have watched like five or six episodes or something oh boy I'm really dedicated to this craft Grant yeah I love <laughs> um, it love to be a part of it yeah so I'm on 86 season 2 episode 10 slash episode 21 of the whole series so you have two left I have two left on this episode when it aired it was before the three month break yeah um, so like what I just witnessed people had to live with <laughs> three months which is nuts um so we're we're gonna spoil up until that and so you know there's your warning spoilers for 86 up to episode 21 Mm -hmm. fantastic episode did 21 yeah the one before the break oh okay what about 16 the one that i was talking about like it's funny i think it's called even so like balls to walls action yeah it's funny that I didn't realize I was that far ahead. That was the last one that I watched. Oh, okay. And I, but because I think I told you, I was like, man, I don't remember a lot of this stuff. I rewatched 14, 15, 16. Okay. And then all the way to 21. So yeah, I was, nice. I was busy. Um, so yeah, 16 was, was emphatic. That was a really, really good episode. I have to give them props for some of the decisions that they make in this episode. Like, or not this episode, this season. Like, yeah. not putting... What is it? What Mil- Melise? Lisa? Yeah, Melise, Lisa, whatever. On screen. Uh, like, she she has a brief few scenes. Or Lena, that's her name. Alina, yeah. And yeah. Let's call her Alina. In this... Um, she's got a, a few brief scenes in season two. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, it's... You know, I think it's intentionally meant to be ambiguous as to whether or not she survives or gets out um, as sure. the Legion is attacking her city. Though, it does feel like she might be the backup that Shin receives at the end mm. of 21. Sure. Um, but it, it, it was beautifully done, man. They, they did yeah. a really, really good job. That whole Morpho 
throwdown. Like the voice acting is just it. Like what these people put themselves through for a vocal <laughs> performance is it's shocking. Every yeah. t- every you just, every now and then you hear one, you're like, wow, good for you, man. Really puts <laughs> or, into perspective how bad the Dragon Ball guys had it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like they really. I think it was actually wasn't it a woman that voiced Goku? Yeah. 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 So. Fucking tough game. Being Goku, dude. Tough game. Yeah, a lot of yelling. <laughs> a lot of yelling. Um, but so like the it's so damn like I we're gonna have to talk about this again next week because I do think because the next episode is the one I was talking about last week where I was kind of just like in shock where it was it was basically like you know Neon Genesis like two point oh really Holy yeah fuck. that like it's just it's kind of like just a a specific character related episode mm. and they kind of just spend majority of the episode on that character mm. um, I don't think it's pretty obvious as who it is i think after like the episode ends but um yeah this show man like again even up to then like i've I've seen the finale but i keep coming back to the score in the show the music is fucking tremendous the title cards like the end like it's It's weird this show show by the end of it when we were first when you first told me about the show and i was hesitant getting in and then i jumped in where we ended with this is a successful like hey stick it out you know we got like we got something to show you and yeah i, I really 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 like the ending of the show like, it's funny man like i'm so in and out on this show but then there are moments that are so good you know what i yeah. mean like the, like they've done so i just think they've disrupted the industry in a weird way or mm. like they've disrupted like norms that you become accustomed to as someone yes. that watches anime like it, you know it seems every good idea seems obvious in hindsight right sure like, oh of course like you know why didn't i think of that it's like because no one thought about it until that moment mm-hmm. it's like the way they break up pacing in this show with the use of creative title cards their use of sound is absurd like they, mm-hmm. like you just said they're so good at that man not just the music but silence yep. like i think you know the best anime for silence is probably sunny boy yes. but i get a lot of vibes like that in this sometimes I, like you know the I did a little um I did a little digging in some various subreddits in some forums like you know when I watched the finale on uh, Sunday morning and the from what I can tell like I've never seen a more just just a happy fan base as like the manga readers for this because yeah. people are, are blown away about the adaption like the light novel adaption into the anime like it's just apparently it's like beat for beat they covered it they did it they took the big moments they did the big moments and like you know you watch demon slayer you, you still see some grumpy people at demon slayer you, you attack on titan a lot of oh, grumpy yeah. people you know it's it's just so funny like i feel like you don't see in big shows like you know there's there's so much anime but this is one of the, like you know if you really want to call it like the blockbuster titles just reading like you know everyone's comments is like oh fuck like people are happy you know no, it's, it's like true. christmas morning for people like people it's, it's kind of nice to see it's, uh, it's it's a nice, lot of fun. It's nice for something to have. Just like a, um, again, like we were talking about Elden Ring, like yeah. a pretty critically positive consensus opinion. Like people are just happy about it. Yeah. Um. I I will. I'll be that guy for like a ten. Like there. Like that run between maybe episodes twelve. 11 through 15 i was like i'm not sure i love this yo like this is weird. i didn't oh yeah and i think it said that last week like the show is by no means perfect no but not, no it sounds it does sound like it's very faithful and you know like there's <clears throat> i definitely 
I definitely feel like I'm missing some stuff. Like the show will have to be rewatched. Like when season two comes yeah. around, there's a rumor. It's a one year anniversary. The show is coming up shortly. Everyone seems to think the announcement for season two is going to happen then. Mm. Um, but you know, like again, it's not perfect. There, there's some stuff I didn't like, you know, there's some stuff that grew on me mm. you know, by the end. There's just, I feel like Frederica has grown on me a bit. I still don't care. I really, I, I don't get still that. Still seems like whole. an almost pointless character to drop into the story, though. It, it kind of does. Like maybe if they had given her, like you know, it's hard because the characters go from area A to area B, and she's introduced because she's in area B. You know, like it's yeah, fine. You know, so it's like I get that, but even then, like her, the attachment that Shin kind of like linked with her. You know, and I know it's because like you know, there's a like. The antagonist, like the Morpho guy, is somehow a distant relative to Shin. Yeah, what the fuck was that about? Like, and like, but that's the thing. Like, that stuff is messy. Like, you're you're one hundred percent right. That run from like twelve to fifteen is like, okay, there's a lot being thrown at me here. You know, I I think I was more focused on the scenes of them in Giad, kind of figuring their shit out and like yeah. kind of wrangling with their potentially new lives. And then there was all this other like geopolitical stuff on the outside yeah. where I was like, I don't know if that flies, but like <laughs> you're telling me so. And then like they, it felt like each episode was justifying the thing they had sent previously without really showing facts. It's, you know, it's, it's very yeah, weird, but it's, it's tricky because like where I'm at right now in the story is some, one of his buddies calls him on it. Yeah. That, and, and I think it's weird that like Shin also becomes really honest with Frederica at one point. Mm. about like he sort of lost his character motivation after he killed his brother yeah and i like i actually really really like that plot i like that arc he becomes careless and you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that makes sense i think he's a good character and that's a good arc but like why he has this attachment to frederica doesn't completely work with me for me and like her this whole story with the morpho guy is is fucking weird I don't know if that's great. I, so, I love the conflict between him and Shin. Yeah. I love that the Legion has a new threatening weapon and our boys are going on a suicide mission to try and... Yeah. Like, that all fits. Sure. I don't know if it needs to be... this. You know what I mean? I don't know if like they need... That might have actually weighed the story down. The fact that Frederica... You know what I mean? When you watch the next episode and we talk next week, yeah, I think a lot of the morpho stuff kind of i think like you know it bears fruit in like the immediate episode and then All right. like i said it doesn't i don't think it fixes the problems that have come before it but oddly enough like when we so my biggest problem is maybe they did say maybe i wasn't paying attention enough but like they you know we were talking about like lena we don't really know what's going on back home you know mm-hmm. call, in quotations back home like by the time you get to like the ending of episode twenty three, they kind of put some like things together, and it's like, oh, that's what you guys were talking about. Like mm. there was like an offensive, like you know, there is. This is what kind of what happened over here, but then it they kind of like, um, you know, like they left like a, a trail of breadcrumbs explaining to what had happened there, and I was like, maybe I should just been a little more forward with it, or had not said anything. Interesting. You know, like I said, there's the last two episodes are very very good. And I think they've kind of like, cut, you know, like in Tokyo Revengers where we had all that big, again, we're going back to that, but mm. there was like a lot of lead up and by it got to the end, we're kind of like, oh, but like all this big shit you kind of set up kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. And in the reverse with 86, I find like 
they breadcrumbed it like it's kind of big it's kind of big it's kind of big and then when you get to the end they kind of put those little things together it doesn't like fill out the whole picture but you're kind of like oh like fuck maybe you guys should just like front loaded that you know it almost seems like the editing was weird but again if they're following the source material and people are saying it is so accurate maybe that's just how it kind of came out to eh? people so it's i don't know like it's the show's like a it's a seven and a half out of ten as far as i'm concerned it it feels dirty saying that but like you know i don't love all of it but when it's good it's really good like that's the thing it's like a a show that pitches like a seven or seven and a half but like there are nine moments you know like yes there's nine moments there's this moment the music is a 10 yeah music is outstanding and episode 22 is is also a 10 how they handle cg uh is great um so i don't know like a lot of it is really good the the one scene that i can't get out of my head that is so good and i forget the character's name every time because shin how many of his comrades does he have to kill right sure but there's that white-haired guy from season two eugene Eugene. and when he has to kill eugene (laughs) yeah it's one of the it's one of the best drawn best animated best uses of silence and music scenes in an anime that i've seen like probably bar none like it's so good dude i just mm. remember being like yo this is a fucking vibe eh? like we, we just got serious and yeah. like it's so like the way they handled that and how tired he must be like he's done this so many times and here mm. we are we just made a friend and we're killing him I do, yeah, like, I do fuck. think one of the show's like strengths is you know in some animes they show off a serious moment, um, and you know it happens and you're kind of like or it's like oh is this supposed to be a bigger deal like I'm not really feeling it. I find when this show presents a moment like that, I genuinely do feel it. Yeah, you know like they don't try they don't constantly try and do it like deaths are big you know yes but like they, it's not everything is weighing in on them kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so like the Eugene moment and, you know, there's some other stuff and, you know, I, I mean, really want to touch, but also in the finale, one of the, f- I, I, I'm not actually, I'm not even going to go there. I, I really, I really, really can't wait next week to we can talk we'll, about we'll it. Because I think, it. I think the last two episodes are some of the strongest in the whole series. Like it's, Jesus. they really stuck the ending. Amping me up. Yeah. Um, I'm really, I'm excited very much to watch it. Um, but like it, to be honestly, watching season or watching episode 21, there was a part of me that was like, is this going to be a dream sequence? Because they're just letting go part of their... <laughs> like, they're letting go parts of the crew the whole way yeah. to the Morpho fight. And mm-hmm. it looked like at least one of them died. I, I mm-hmm. don't know. So, like, I, you know, that's obviously a really big question mark. Oh, also, dude, you'd be so proud of me. Um, man, I really got to get... I got to get better at character names or maybe pull up IMDB when we talk about stuff. <laughs> But the one of the group, one of the girls, um, in their five person, um, eighty six. The red haired girl or the uh, the purple haired girl. Purple long. Uh, Are you gonna NJ uh, Angie NJO or uh, yeah Andrew, Andrew yeah. I rec I'm this is just who I am now, dude. I recognize yeah. the voice actor, and I was like, I'm thirty two percent sure that that is the insect Hashira from Demon Slayer, and it was. Oh, good pick. Yeah, her voice Nailed did sound it. familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Not bad, I eh? Do, yeah, she's... I think the that core group, the 586, I think they all have tremendous voice actors. Yeah, they're all really, really good. Yeah. Man, I don't have much more to say on 86 or actually anything at all. I'm really excited for the next two episodes. I will make sure to watch them before we're, we have our next post show. 
excellent. I, I plan to watch that more Mushoku Tensei. Cool. Actually, another thing about it, I've been meaning to say this too. Um, now that I've gotten a few more episodes into Mushoku Tensei, and you had said, yeah, this is really your, like your first isekai, mm-hmm. I now know I think you would enjoy ReZero. Yeah, this is, that one was a really big one for you, right? Yeah, I it was. I really, really dug that. And I think if you enjoyed this, it's, it's same but different. Mm-hmm. But I think the... Because you know how you're talking about the character of Paul, like there's... There's that growth there. I love, there. I love his name, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Like, like they get into the growth and how like it's there. Subaru in ReZero is in a similar way. Like it's not that length of you know, I, I wouldn't call Subaru a pervert at all. Hmm. Um, you know, he's just like not a, even a womanizer. He's just you know he falls in love with a woman and he wants to you know. Again, the show is full of waifus, but I, I think you would really dig ReZero because it's very mental. It's very methodical and kind of really depressing I, I i again if you like mishoko tensei i would be shocked if you didn't enjoy uh, ReZero as well so ReZero is a weird one that like had a season one a while back and then they did a season two to critical yeah, acclaim did. right yeah they did a director's cut they doubled up the episodes so okay. they took like the 24 turned into 13 like slot 45 minute episodes okay. and then they did season two so two that's parts. what i would watch is watch yeah. the director's cut of season one and then yeah. regular episodes for season two there is an, uh, an essential watch OVA in between, I think, oh, okay. as All well. Right. It's like an hour long. It's pretty good, though. All right. Well, perhaps yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah, boy. Okay. Um, I think that's it, right? Is that fair? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm okay. all done up. All right. End of uh, front of house business, then. Uh, as a reminder, I don't know if we said it on this podcast or the last one, my brain is a jumble of podcasts. But um, there is no um, Attack on Titan episode next week. So we're going to record this anyway for post-show number 40, Grant. Isn't that nuts? We're going to have to do wow. something for 50. I think so. Um, movie but, night. Yeah. No, we'll do something else. We'll do something. No, we'll do something. I think we should do something. But maybe, you know, maybe this uh, episode will come out a couple days early or maybe it won't. Um, you know, visit social media at Part-Time Otaku or Part-Time Otaku Podcast on Instagram for all of the details. The point is, we'll be here next week. We're going to talk about the 86 finale and uh everything else and if there's an attack on titan announcement between here and then we'll react to that as well so all of this to say um thank you for listening subscribe to the podcast like follow do the social media appropriate thing on the appropriate social media platform and we'll see you guys next time bye guys cheers